There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. You might remember I was talking to Kat on the programme and she was looking for a place to live. Kat's been living in Ireland for, as she said herself, half her life. She's in her 30s. She's from Poland originally. She's in her 30s. She's been living in Ireland for over 16 years. And she's looking to, to move house or rent a place at the moment. And she was quite shocked with some of the things that a prospective landlord wanted to know about her. Just reminding you again of our conversation yesterday. It's just that I am originally from Poland. I've been living here more than 16 years at this stage. And I mean, like, at every stage of my life, I'm constantly being asked the same question, where are you from? I mean, like, even though I spent half of my life in here, I feel like I'm locker in here, and I believe I find Cork my real home mm-hmm. at this stage. It's just a big question that, you know, it just kind of, um, it lights it lights um, up in my head every time I hear it. It just doesn't make me feel welcome in here at some stages. And I mean, like, I don't mean to be rude or I don't mean, uh, um, I don't mean to brag about it. It's just one of the things that's literally in my face. And I mean, like, it shouldn't really matter when, where am I from. I could be local. I could be from um, the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. As long as I pay the rent on time, it shouldn't really matter, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're living here half your life. You're, 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 you're local, cat. You're just a bit of an accent. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like it. I mean, like, at this stage, Cork has been more my home than Poland has ever been. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm not rejecting the fact that I'm from Poland because I'm very proud of it. Yeah, of course. It's just that the amount of life that I've spent living in here, going to school, going to college, now working, you know, it's just that this is where I live. Yeah. You also have a difficulty with being asked about your salary. Uh, or being asked about whether you plan to have kids. And let's start with the first one. Why you, I would have thought, and I'm just saying that, I would have thought yeah. knowing your salary is reasonable because they're looking to know, can you actually pay the rent? Well, it could, but I mean, like, on the other hand, I mean, the three key things that should really only matter to the landlord, homeowner, or the agencies, would I pay the rent on time? Would the property be cared for? Or would there be no complaints from the neighborhood? Because I mean, like, whatever I make shouldn't really make sense because when I'm hunting for a house, I only look for something that, you know, I can afford with my budget. I wouldn't be looking for anything over to price that I couldn't afford, you know? So that's cat yesterday going through those questions that she felt were obtrusive and felt were unnecessary and unfair. Uh, Graham, uh, you got in touch with us. You are a landlord. We don't get too many landlords on the program. Uh, You 
don't agree with those questions, you don't feel that uh, Kat should have been asked those questions. Morning. Morning, PJ. Um, no, I mean, there was a couple she identified herself that she thought were reasonable enough. But, I mean, the list of different things she was asked, I mean, like, again, as a landlord, there are things that are none of my business. Mm. I mean, ask you do, if and when you start, you plan on having having children. How that, that is a ridiculously personal question. For the, even, even the fact that a landlord would ask it, I find, I, I can't wrap my, okay, I'm not surprised by it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it can't be legal. And they just know the desperate situation that an awful lot of renters, given the current market, lack of supply, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are mm. in. So they know people are taking advantage of that situation and that they can, they can ask anything. And the people are under so much pressure to answer. What about the where are you from question? Well, I, I, again, I may be doing a disservice to the person who said it, um, but my automatic judgment, it just seems racist to me. I mean, what the hell? I like my my current again. I, I won't mention any names or anything. Nothing identifiable. But my current tenants were not born in Ireland. They're brilliant, yeah. lovely people, lovely interaction, very nice family. My previous t- uh, tenants were born in Ireland. I would not say the same thing about. Was quite difficult. My tenants before that were also not born in Ireland. Were not born in Ireland. Again, brilliant, lovely. Now, does that mean that all Irish tenants are difficult and I shouldn't rent Irish tenants? Of course not. That's mm. an anecdotal experience that you don't extrapolate out to a whole population because that's racist, xenophobic, etc., etc. Where they're from is irrelevant. Yeah. Do you have? Are you okay with asking having a job? I am. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you kind of need a job or some source of income to pay your rent, so that's a legitimate question. Yeah, exactly. I, at least I would think, unless someone can correct me otherwise, but I would think that is a legitimate question. But the idea, I need the exact name and address of your employer? No, I don't. Yeah. I need confirmation you work for X company in X place? Cool. That's You, you, have, a, you have a job. Cool. No problem. What about references, Graham? I do ask for them. Um, I haven't, um, I said the three tenants I mentioned. Um, first tenant, I asked for a reference. Actually, in fairness to them, they actually gave me the reference. I didn't even ask for it. Um, it was glowing reference. Lovely reference. The uh, next tenant, um, it was their, they were young enough and it was their first time renting. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. It, it is reasonable that you don't have a reference. Um, the next family were not from the country. Um, and I was, yeah, fair enough. Look, I've met you a number of times. You seem absolutely lovely. I, I'm willing to go on just assuming that you are who you were presenting yourself as. Yeah. So in the last three, the three tenants, because prior to that, I lived in the um, accommodation myself. So in the three tenants I've had, uh, one had a reference, the other two didn't. It's so unusual, Graham, to hear a landlord pick up the phone to take part in a conversation like this because you're often or so often seen as the bad guy. I think the point you're making is it's questions like Cat was asked that makes you out to be. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and not just even like, like those questions, very, but there's also actions from landlords. I'm not going to pretend otherwise who um, like, oh, I'm, I'm selling the property. I need you to move out. The person moves out and then they just jack up the rent and, hi- and hire it out, out to someone and rent it out to someone else. They've never had any intention of selling it out are not returning deposits. Um, again, I had two tenants. There was one instance where I didn't return the, uh, the deposit. It was incredibly heavily damaged, and I had all the proof to show it, far, far more than the deposit was worth. Yeah. person objected, said they wanted a deposit. I was like, well, if we have this objection, we're ended up in court, and you're going to owe me an awful lot more money. I'm willing to just let it go. Yeah. Um, and that's where it ended. Tenant before that got every cent of the uh, deposit back, and I would expect my current tenants, because they keep the property every bit as well as I did when I lived there and I would have no they ring me in the morning Graham we're moving out cool a little bit of notice would be great but they don't technically have to and they would get their deposit back but Mm. there are so many different actions by landlords that you know are they're not things you can stand over so do I understand people's dislike of landlords I understand it yeah Mm.
How do you feel about things like eviction bans, rent freezes, calls for rent caps? I mean, is it is it hard to... We know that the tax on you guys is tough. Is it hard to make money? <laughs> well, you see, you know, can I turn around and say I'm making a big profit? No, I can't. But on the other hand of that, sorry, being realistic about it, I own that property. When the tenant is in there and they're paying rent, they're covering most or all, or sometimes more, depending on you know, the different phases in the time I've had that property. Sometimes it didn't cover it all. Sometimes it was broke even. Sometimes I was making money. And not a huge amount, given the tax I have to pay back at the end of the year. Yeah. But to say that, oh God, I'm only getting by. Well, actually, no, sorry. All that money is going off the mortgage and the principal of the property you own. So by the time you get to whatever age or whenever that mortgage is gone, somebody else has paid all or most of that uh, property for you. And you then have a property worth an absolute, uh, especially in the current market, worth a lot of money. And you're not the one who paid for it. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone claiming they're not making profits, sorry, no, no. You mightn't be making cash into your hand today but the principal on your mortgage is being reduced, so you are making money. You're, you're sitting on a pension pot for a lot of people, Graham. Yes, at the, at the else, that, that is, is that how I, how I ended up in this situation with the apartment, or the um, property? Actual property? No, it's not. Um, I bought in good faith. I lived there myself. Um, the crash happened. I, hadn't, I couldn't have sold it. I mean, it was worth a fraction, and I'm, and I'm not talking a third, a small, much smaller fraction of what yeah. I paid for initially. And for years, I lost money on it, but look, that was the situation. I couldn't afford to sell it. Things have come around now, um, and ultimately, I would think yeah, it's somewhat dovetailed with my own retirement. Uh, do I plan on retiring when that mortgage is gone? I do. And yeah. at that point, can I sell it and put that cash in my pocket? I can. Or I can keep it and keep renting it. I can pass it on to my kids. I can do what I please with it. Yeah. So even if I was making a loss now, assuming I could afford to and yes, to live my life, then I'm still making, uh, long term, I'm still making a profit. Yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why do you think rent, and look, this is, you're a small-time landlord. What you charge your tenants is your business. I'm sure you're not ripping them off by the sounds of you. But what, what do you make of the massive rents being charged to him? Slack of supply. It's the demands of the market. I mean, it's leaving things open and the government not putting not putting their hand on the scale. Um, and I think they should. So would I have any problem with rent freezes, uh, eviction freezes, all that kind of stuff? No, I have no problem with it. Um, the only stipulation I went, and I think it's actually in the proposal, would be that if there was an eviction um, freeze, it would be, you know, if someone is not paying their rent. Yeah then there would, that, there would be a, ca- a caveat for that because let's say in that situation, could I afford to keep paying both mortgages? I could not. Um, but beyond that, as long as someone is paying their rent, if I was told you can't evict this person as long as they maintain the property and pay their rent, you know, there's the other, the other legal steps through which you can. But beyond that, you can't just evict them just because you want to. Yeah. Or for, you want to change the purpose of the, or the use of the property. Then, yeah, I'd have no problem with that whatsoever. And I would take issue with any uh, landlord who does have an issue with that in fairness. The property people tell us that it's driving landlords out of the market. I would imagine most of those property people aren't small, uh, small-time landlords. Yeah. If I had to guess, they're working for a company or who has multiple properties or something. I'm not saying it's not true, but would I take all of that with a heavy pinch of salt because I think they have ulterior motives behind it? Yeah. Mm. I'm open to be corrected and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as I said, no, I, I do make a profit off mine. Could I make more? Yeah. But again, I'm not painting myself as some Samaritan or anything. I made it very, very clear. In however number of years, I'm going to have a property that I have no mortgage on that I then own. Yeah, that can be a constant source of income for me for the rest of my life. Yeah, and that is how I look at it now. I previously I would have taken anything just to get out from under the debt of it, but I couldn't. And the situation has changed now to my advantage. Like when I first put this property up for rent, um, I had to take the ad down within six minutes. Yeah, dozens and dozens of people. And now when I met the people to, yeah, I met quite a number of people looking to move into the property first, and um, I would see no reason not to rent any of them. Yeah. They're all lovely, but you could see they're dire states. And to be honest, the family get um, they have young children. That was the motivator between giving them the property. Yeah, I'll be straight, straight on with you. Everyone was going to pay the same amount, so that that was an issue. The issue was, look, I'm this is also providing a home to young kids. All right, and that was it. And I feel, I feel, we're again now trying to paint myself as some martyr. Mm. <laughs> far, 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 far from it. But I do feel guilty then rent those other people because they should have a home too the government should freeze they should ban evictions other than from the legal methods through which you can now you know it shouldn't be able to evict someone just because just because yeah. what if someone like you, you you had a previous tenant that that left the place in a bit of a mess what about if someone is wrecking the place should you have the the power to evict them then yes yeah I'm quite clear i make no apologies but um, if someone is destroyed, and I mean seriously, I'm going to give the details of it, but uh, let's say the deposit <laughs> wouldn't cover a fraction of it, um, and was not paying the rent, and was making things very, very difficult for their neighbours, get the general idea. Yeah. Um, in that situation, should you be able to evict the people, uh, someone? Absolutely. But for any other reason other than those, then you just shouldn't be allowed. It, no, that said, that has to be temporary. Yeah. Um, now, can there be changes in legislation long term to make the process you know, fair to everyone, both landlords and more importantly, tenants? I would say and in that order, like tenants first, but n- not deliberately unfair to landlords. Um, 
but I would lean very much towards the tenants um, because they're people who need the homes, obviously. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, look, we've got a government. We've, we, as a state, don't build homes. We used yeah. to build homes. Yeah. And yeah. personal opinion, I think there should be a compulsory purchase order on derelict properties. Yeah. You haven't got a choice no matter this is being bought, this is the value of it. You get, get your market values, you get your money. If you have a derelict property, it, is, it has been derelict for a number of years, you are not using it, then either you will use it or the state will buy it off you. And you won't have a choice. You won't have a choice. And I, I look, given the current circumstance, will that be unfair on certain people in certain circumstances? Yes. But will it be a broad good? Because within, now again, see, this is a, lot, a long, medium-term solution because then you've got to get a company in that does all the building. I think it should be a state agency. I don't think it should be privately. It should mm. be state. It shouldn't be for profit. Like those uh, hashtag derelict Ireland on Twitter does a great example. Frank, of yeah. Just around Cork. Yes, it's uh, I mean, But there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. We don't have a, ho- a homelessness crisis. We have a housing crisis. There is more homes than there are homeless people. That's the truth. And and uh, and that's not just including families. That's counting each individual needed a home. Like every little kid needed a home. Obviously, they need one collectively. But there, if you gave every homeless person a house from those de- derelict properties there'd still be loads of derelict properties that kind of sums it up yeah Graham your content is to continue a conversation I think you've broadened it out in many other directions I appreciate you doing that thanks very much not about it PJ nice talking to you Max and to you Graham we don't get too many landlords calling us uh, certainly none that are as forthcoming as, as Graham anything there that he's saying that you know you'd like to take him up on Particularly the questions that a cat was being asked and he said straight out a lot of what you were being asked was absolutely none of the landlord's business. None that ever was. Courts ninety six FM